welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my lovely co-host, Jessica. Does that sound better this time? Mm-hmm. It was awful last week, wasn't it? Last week? That was the one with all the lovelies, I think. Oh, lovely, lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Good. How's it going? It's going. I've barely seen you this week. I know. You are so buried in paperwork right now. Lots of paperwork. Who knew? Oh, <laughs> They didn't tell us in grad school all the paperwork that came with behavior analysis. They did not. They failed to mention all of that. They prepped us for it with all the papers and reports we had to write. And all of like the, the graphs, you know, you carry a mountain of graphs around. Yeah, but that just became part of life for us. I know, but they didn't mention the mountain of like insurance reports <laughs> that you would also be carrying around at all times. True. Um. So yeah, that's where I've been at my desk. Yay. Typing, typing. Well, you're not typing right now, so what are you drinking? Water. What are you drinking? Water. My water has ice and a lime in it. My water came out of the kitchen sink. Woot! I know. Why are we drinking all this water tonight? Because we are doing the third edition of Taking Flight tonight. (laughs) Yay! So there will be plenty to drink coming up. Yeah, we're not really drinking water. This third edition (laughs) of, uh, of Taking Flight is the marriage edition. Mm. So we'll be talking all sorts of things about marriage and married life. Along the way, we'll be doing some tasting flights, which should make the uh, conversation very interesting. Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Jessica, what are we doing flights of tonight? Tequila. Oh, yeah. What kind of tequila? All sorts? We are doing a flight of reposada tequilas. Yeah, I took French in high school, so what does that mean? <laughs> These tequilas were all rested in... Oak barrels. Nice. So yeah. it gives that, they all have that nice golden uh, hue to them. Oh, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Because when you distill it, it's clear. And now mm-hmm. it's been aged. So we all, all these are aged tequilas. We've got four of them. And then after we finish that, we're going to do a flight of hard seltzers. Yay. Yeah. I found some zero carb low seltzers. Yeah. Zero carb hard seltzers, not low seltzers. Uh, and actually, I had several to choose from, and kid number four was with me, and she's just giving me the hurry up, daddy. Hurry up, daddy. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a decision under pressure. Okay. <laughs> uh, everything's easily accessible, uh, widely available, nothing like super exotic and super expensive. You can find these everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. So it'll be fun. We've got eight different categories of our questions for each other on marriage or discussion points. <laughs> yeah. So lots to listen to. Hopefully the audience loves this, but... This is not an episode for the kiddos. No. Because we've got tequila. <laughs> we do have tequila. This is one of our uh, our boozy episodes. So if you are not of legal drinking age, go listen to something else. Go listen to... Springing into action, episode 54. Go listen to the winter workout episode. Go listen to one of those many, many other episodes, just probably not the Tiki episode or the other taking flights or the summer cocktails <laughs> or the autumn cocktails <laughs> or the wired for the weekend. I mean, those are like our our fun breakout ones where it's like, let's do something different. Yep. 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 Let's do rest and relaxation for the adults. Woohoo. So, rest. yes, we got something for everybody. But for now, let's kick it off by uh, a toast with our waters. Uh Uh-oh, okay. All right. Cheers. Cheers. 
That was sad. Well, they're very full, and they're basically generic solo cups. <laughs> we can stop and get some. I didn't even okay. bring down the hard seltzers yet, so we'll take oh, a break when we get to those. Were... Yeah, but we're gonna get right into it tonight. Um, and so, wait, the format for this will be: we'll do a round of questions back and forth and discussion, and then we'll do a tasting, Okey and then dokey. we'll do another round of talking and let that kind of settle in. I see. We're off of it, and then we'll do some talking. Okay. So, round one of this marriage episode. Mm-hmm. Is all about engagement. Ooh. Yeah. So, Jessica, where did we get engaged? We got engaged in San Francisco, in California. Yeah. Where? Oh, in the rooftop bar of the hotel that we were staying at. <laughs> we did, overlooking the bay. Yeah, it was really pretty. We were down in the sunset. financial district. Mm-hmm. We were there for a conference for ABA because we're nerds, and that's where we got engaged. Do you remember where we went to dinner before, right before we got engaged? Because we had gone out to dinner. We had like went and looked around the city for a while. Um, I do. We had gotten up early to go to Chicago to go fly across the country. So we land there and like it's the middle of the afternoon, but we're starving. Mm-hmm. So we go out for dinner, which is really like late lunch, early dinner for them. And then we went back to our hotel and then we went up to the, the lounge bar area up above with the view. And that's where I proposed. But where did we go to dinner? Yeah, so I cannot remember the exact name of it. It's some guy's name. It's like Ted's Place or something like that. The portions were enormous. Oh God, what was that guy's name? I don't I'll give you a hint. Okay. Max. Yeah, because Max likes everything big is what our waiter said when I commented on the size of my dinner. I was like, wow, this is huge. Oh, Max likes everything big. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> And he meant it with all the double entendre right. that he, he laid did. on there. Thick. It was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could not stop laughing. We couldn't. It was a really good time. That was a fun day. That was a fun day. Mm-hmm. How long did we date before getting engaged? Four years. Mm-hmm. And what were the uh, the parental reactions to the engagement? <laughs> My parents' reaction was actually pretty funny. I called from the hotel room. And my dad answered the phone, and I just sort of blurted out, I'm engaged. And he was like, what? Whoa, what do you mean you're engaged? And I was like, I'm engaged. We're going to propose. Yay. And he was like, whoa. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm going to go get your mom. She's across the street. Wow. You're engaged? Yeah. And then I don't know if I stayed on the phone to talk to my mom or not. I don't really remember that part. Do you remember? No. No? No. Okay. Well, how did your parents react? I eventually, like, couldn't get a hold of my parents, so I ended up just leaving a uh, voicemail. Or actually, it was, it, was, a message. it was a message on the answering machine, because that's how long it's been. <laughs> but the response uh, my parents had was, well, it's about time. Took you long enough. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four years is a long time. Look, I had just finished my bachelor's degree. Actually, I hadn't quite finished it yet. I had one more class to finish. Excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long were we engaged before we got married two years yes two, two, that's about how long it takes to plan a wedding from a thousand miles it does. away it's hard to while plan going a wedding to grad school for, from a thousand miles away so many details oh i know 
which we'll get into that because the next round is wedding day stuff. But by mm. the way, do you remember what we did the evening uh, that we got engaged? We went the part on a we, weird we'll walking tour with a friend of ours. Several friends, yeah. Through all of the different neighborhoods in San Francisco. And at one point, he, I guess it like dawned on him that we were following him around. It, like it's he like was a, a bad guide. Because it's, it's you and me. Yeah. And we have our friend Brian who grew up in the Chicago area. And our friend Siggy, mm-hmm. who's from Iceland. <laughs> and we're hanging out, and the guy leading the way is Caesar, who's from Miami. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like quite the international, international, uh, I'd say it was a pub crawl because we were looking for a place to go. We didn't actually, We'd actually go, go anywhere. We just walked around the city because nobody night. could agree. We like, oh, here's a place. Oh, we don't like this. So we wandered through Little Italy, uh, Chinatown, uh, all the different like ethnic neighborhoods. Yeah. And then finally, Caesar's like, why is everybody following me? I'm Cuban. We just hop on a boat and hope we hit Florida. I'm like, oh my God, Caesar. That's so inappropriate. <laughs> He's like, I'm Cuban. I can say it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but that after hours and hours on what? Some, um, some dude tried to sell Siggy crystal meth and he didn't know what it was. And he kept asking more questions. We're like, Siggy, get away from the drug dealer. It was really funny. So yeah. he like chased him down the street trying to get him to explain his question louder so he could hear it. So it was an interesting night, you know, and Yeah. That was, uh, and then we finally made it back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend the whole evening talking about engagement, but I'll ask you one last question before we do our first tasting. Jessica, how long after we got engaged until you bought your first bridal magazine? I don't remember the exact amount of time, but I'm positive it was less than a month. <laughs> Actually, I think it was on the airplane ride home. It was in the airport. Because we got stuck at the airport forever. And I was like, yes, I need to have one of these. It was. It was. At yeah, the airport, waiting funny. to board in, in San Francisco to fly back hmm. um, because you found something very important in that magazine. I found flowers. And the whole damn wedding planning yep. for two years was based around, based around the, the flowers. flowers you found in the magazine on the flight back from San Francisco. I still have that picture. It's in the binder. Yes. The binder. That's the how binder. nerdy we are. <laughs> we'll get into the binder and all that. But before all that, go to your number one on your tasting board. Yeah. Give it a swirl. Give it a sniff. A swirl? Mm-hmm. Like wine? Yeah. By the way, I try to go with sipping tequilas, so we're not doing we're not doing tequila shots. <laughs> we don't have salt and lime here. We're not doing body shots or you anything. You have a lime in your water. I have a lime in my water, but I'm not like sucking on the enamel off my teeth with the limes. Ew. Nice little sipping tequilas. All right. So which one is this? This one is Cabo Wabo, which is fun to say. Mm-hmm. Cabo Wabo is famously, I don't know if it's still owned by him, but this was the uh, Sammy Hagar's tequila. It's also really fun to drink. It's not fun to say. This is the one we discovered down in Tallahassee. Yes. And we're like, oh, it's Sammy Hagar's. We got to get it. We're grad students. And we've liked <laughs> it ourselves. It's very smooth. Oh, my God. It's it, nice. You can just sit and sip it. As a housewarming gift for my sister once, we got her a bottle of Cabo Wabo and she took like the, what, like the $3 pre-made margarita mix that's like neon glow-in-the-dark green and started pouring that into the blender with it. I'm like, no, this is like nice sipping tequila. (laughs) Oh, the other thing I was going to say though, before we get into more on the tasting notes of this and everything is uh, the tequila flight we're doing, the samplings are all half ounce pours. Oh, I that's good. Our little beaker measuring right. cup for it. So, yeah, we're not getting... Two ounces of... Two ounces? 
Two ounces. Two, two ounces, ounces total. Is not so terrible. just a little bit over a shot total is what That's we're going good. through this. Yeah. Otherwise, this could be a really big hot mess. Oh, I know. But to go with it also, dinner was... Uh, Homemade taquitos. Yeah. I took some uh, rotisserie chicken breasts that had been shredded, threw in some cheese, wrapped them in tortillas. I had whole wheat, uh, low-carb tortillas. You had regular uh, low-carb tortillas. The kids had normal tortillas. So many tortillas. And... And tortilla chips. Gave them a little spritz of olive oil, put them in the oven at four, uh, 425 for about 15 to, uh, was it 15 to 17 minutes, somewhere in there. Let them get crisped up, pulled them out, and then we threw on some pico de gallo, and we threw on black olives and sauces, and a lot of hot sauce for me. Yeah. And it was good to go. The kids loved it, and it kind of set the stage for our tequila, tequila flight. We should be playing the Pee Wee Herman song. But before we get into the P, it's not, yeah. Now I got like in pictures Paul Rubin doing the, the tequila dance. Yeah. Dance. Oh, thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, Points. <laughs> what flavor is you getting with the tequila? You know, I don't have any. How's it taste? It tastes awesome. It tastes like rock. I don't know what it tastes, it tastes like. Rock? Like. <laughs> yeah, it's Sammy Hagar's. It tastes like rock. <laughs> not the rock. I didn't say the rock. I have no idea what he tastes like. Probably salty. It works out a lot. It's sweaty. This doesn't taste salty. It doesn't. It's just, I don't know what it tastes like. I'm not good at this part of our show. It just, it tastes really good. If you just want a sipping tequila, this is a very lovely one to Nice to and smooth. And you don't need, you're not, you're not you doing shots. You don't need salt. You can just drink it this as isn't is. This isn't open your throat and throw it back. It's No, it's, it doesn't it. burn when you drink it, which is nice. A lot of people are turned off by tequilas because it burns when you drink it. And this one doesn't do that. Yeah. You're not going to feel the burn. Nice flavor. Mm-hmm. Almost vegetal. You, you don't get little hints of salad with it? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not as awesome as you. <laughs> okay. Well, I like this one. Also, there's like a cold or something going around at work and half of my face is stuffed up. So oh, Don't give that to me. I don't have time for that this week. <laughs> Especially don't, don't be sick as like... Um, I'm, also, supposed to, I'm supposed to get my COVID shot, my first COVID shot that's on right, Tuesday. You're Shot. So I don't want to walk in with a fever or anything yeah, they else won't going let you on. Get it. No. They'll kick you out. Um, no, there's also a stomach bug going around at work. Oh my god! I don't have that. That's been going around at work for a while. Ah, yeah, it has, but now it's hitting some other people at work, and that sucks. So yay! I stayed away from all the people that have had it. Well, let's get back on topic. Okay, because that's just gross. <laughs> Round two. Round two. Round like two. Night two. <laughs> night two is always better than night one. We heard that at a concert. Mm-hmm. We were uh, standing out in left field at Wrigley. Round two is the wedding day. Jessica, how many years have we been married? A really long time. I don't. I think this is fifteen. We're coming I, up on sixteen. I was 16. gonna say I think this is number fifteen. I was trying to help you out with the math. Well, you jumped ahead of me. I'm sorry. And that's how you know we've been married for fifteen years. Jessica, when did we get married? We got married in August. Yes. At the end of the summer. Dog days of summer, so it was nice and hot. I don't... Yeah, it was pretty hot. It rained. It did rain on our wedding day. Like a lot. But you know what? Not while we were doing our outdoor photos. No, And not while we were going location to location. Yeah, we had to go get our hair done in the morning, and it rained the entire time, and like my dad had to come... On you. I went golfing and got in my entire 18 holes, or 9 holes. I don't remember how many I played. 
You didn't get rained on? I didn't get rained on. That's amazing because we all got rained on and my dad had to like walk me back and forth from inside of the hairdressers with like an umbrella. Well, I got up nice so and I, I had the first tea time of the morning. So I got I went, up early. I went golfing and then I went with some of the groomsmen and we, and we put the centerpieces on all the tables, including the goldfish. <laughs> and then we went back to my parents' house to eat and that's when it rained. And my, uh, my nephew was there going to town on a Chicago-style hot dog. And the groomsmen and I were all looking around like, do you bring some for us? <laughs> Aww. The answer was no. No hot dogs for so, you. And then we went, but it stopped raining while we went to the church. Yep. I have no idea what it did while we were in the church. I believe it was raining inside of the church, and it literally stopped right when it was time to get in the cars to go to the beach to get the photos taken. Yeah. We went, and then we did that. Mm-hmm. And then when you went to the reception, it was raining there because the people who were, went outside to smoke were whining. And I believe it was raining when we left. It was dark. I don't remember. But there was a big awning that the cars pull under, and that's we. I got didn't get wet. I was yeah, pretty happy about that. Yeah, and that kind of hits on the question I had in here somewhere. Whereas, uh, what was the weather like? Well, rainy, rainy on and off. There was rain on our wedding day, but you know what? Gray, rainy skies make for more dramatic photos. If the photographer we had didn't suck. Yep. Yeah. And we also hit on the other question I had in here is where did we get married? Well, you and I wanted to get married outside on the on beach. On the beach. Yeah, the moms weren't having that, so we the got moms married. moms didn't have it. The church wouldn't have it either. They said no. Nope. Nope. Do you like all the suggestions I have on here? Like, where did we get married? Church, outdoors, tobacco barn, biker bar? Biker I had those on because we always had, down in uh, Florida, we had friends who were like, oh, I went to a wedding this weekend in an old tobacco barn. The bride and groom were pulled in a wagon and pulled by a mule. <laughs> it was like, oh my god! And it was like, that happened more than once. And then like, <laughs> who got pulled by a my mule? My mom's always telling me about it too. People who go to Hell, Michigan, where they have a uh, a biker bar there called the Hell Hole, and there's been uh, that's hilarious uh, wakes there for funerals. There's also been uh, wedding receptions there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, just a regular church wedding for us. What did I wear? You wore a tuxedo with nifty shoes. Can you uh, describe nifty? Mm, No, it's shoes from like the 20s. Had two-toned wingtips? Yes, wingtips. That's the word. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cummerbund or vest? Vest. Long tie or bow tie? Bow tie. What color were the vest and bow tie? White. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you remember. Yeah. 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 What color was my boutonniere? Oh, it was my rusty peach color that I had picked out that the entire wedding was Of the calla lily, yeah. Uh And it was a calla lily, and it was super, super important. If that had not been there, I would have flipped out. Mm -hmm. Yep. What was I wearing? You were wearing a white dress. Who made my white dress? I don't know who made it, but I know where you got it. (laughs) And so even when my my sister went to Western Michigan and Kalamazoo, uh, we, of course, would go from where campus and even when she lived off campus, off of Howard and everything, going out to the mall, you would go down this hill and there's this little bridal shop on the side of of the street when you started getting into the commercial area, out of the residential area. And so when we got engaged, that's where you wanted to go and look. And you you found the dress to which your parents went, Oh, hell no, that's way too expensive. So you continue to go look other places. And of course, you went to like David's Bridal and all that other stuff. And yeah, it just wasn't funny. Well, then the little bridal shop in Kalamazoo, or I guess technically that's Portage, uh, decided they were just going to go out of business. The owners were going to retire. They weren't going to sell the business and they were just going to be done. 
And so they're having a sale, and you went back, and there was the dress, now deeply discounted. Yeah, I think we spent like $500 on it. Yeah. If that... You got it um, from pennies on the dollar. And you got the dress, which you found on your first stop anywhere, going, this is the one, and suddenly the one was on sale. It was a Maggie Sotero dress. It's gorgeous. Okay, I, well, did, I didn't know that back then. I still okay, don't know it now. Okay, but the ladies that are listening to this will probably know what that is. And it was so pretty. And I loved it so very much. I still have it. I put uh, I put kid number one in it when she was like two. And I took her pictures while she was wearing it. I need to put kid number four in it so she can have pictures of mommy's wedding dress too. It's not like they're ever going to actually wear this dress when they get married. But I like that I have... Little kid pictures of kid number one in it, because then I can show her. Look, you did try on mommy's wedding dress, because it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Yeah, but I was so happy to get that dress. You look good in it, and like laced up the back. I remember that. There's a photo of the uh, maid of honor, like putting her knee into yeah, your back, had, pulling it, the strings. It had a corset back, and that was that was a really fun thing. That was a fun day. Mm-hmm. How big was the wedding party? Wedding party was well. Let's do the math. We had uh, four bridesmaids, four groomsmen, two additional ushers. We had a uh, two ring bearers, one uh, flower girl, and then we included a few extra people in, including the two readers at the wedding, because one was my sister in law and one was a very very good friend of ours. That's fifteen people. Hey, we had fun. We did. It was a fun, fun group. Mm-hmm. And our pictures, we even went down and we were out on the pier with the lighthouse in the background for pictures. Yeah, there is that one picture where we're all smushed up together on the pier. And it's I think it's my favorite picture from the day. We're wearing our sunglasses. I like the one where we have all the groomsmen because the groomsmen gift uh, and usher gift was engraved pocket watches. Mm-hmm. Partly because I also wanted them to be on time and they so they'd have no excuse. <laughs> so I made sure they were all set too when they got them. <laughs> So there's a picture where they're all looking at their watch like, are we done with the photos yet? Never. <laughs> what did the bridesmaids wear? Um, they wore the perfect peach dresses that we picked out that matched the rusty peach flowers. Yep. They're, and well, and it's hard to describe it's because actually, it, it was layered. Saying that their fl- peach is not really accurate. Yeah. Um, but I, it's probably the best I can come up with to describe the color because it was like a deep peach with red undertones because it's based on a calla lily Mm -hmm. so it had a kind of a graduation of the hues across the you know there's a spectrum there with uh, red highlights on it but the girls dresses were multiple layers of different shades of fabric so depending on which direction you looked at them it was more towards the reddish peaking or the the reddish pink side or the reddish orange side of the Kelly and it matched perfectly. Yeah. Do you They're mer- pretty dresses. They, um, everybody still has them. One friend of mine actually got hers cut. She made it shorter and I think she dyed it another color, but she wore it to some events and I thought that was pretty awesome <laughs> that she I wore mean, it anytime again. Anytime you can wear a bridesmaid dress more than once. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, everybody's got them in their closet. It's nice to get mileage out of them. Do you remember what the groomsmen wore other than tuxedos? No, they wore tuxedos. They wore black tuxes. Right. With. I I would have to dig out pictures. I really don't remember what kind of tie Silver vests with silver bow ties. Were they silver bow ties? I believe so. Okay. Not black? They might have been. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. I wasn't paying attention to the dudes, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
any hitches in our getting hitched? So like hiccups in the ceremony. In the ceremony? Well, of, yeah, okay. of the day. Yeah. So the priest decided, well, I guess he didn't decide. He found out that he had to officiate a funeral right after our wedding. And it was in the another... other end of the other end of the county. Yeah. And he basically told you. She better be on time because I have to leave at whatever time our wedding was supposed to be over. Um, and was which, I, were you on time? No, I was like two minutes late because my aunt decided that my dress needed to be ironed. So she was down in the basement in curlers, ironing the hell out of my wedding dress. And I was standing there going, oh, I need to get in that dress right now. We're going to be late to my wedding. I can't be late to my wedding because there's a funeral. We have to go. And she was like, it's your wedding. You can't be late. Nobody's going anywhere. And I was like, did you hear what I said about the priest and the funeral? <laughs> the dress did not get ironed all the way. Nobody noticed any wrinkles in it. And we were two minutes late to. And keep in mind, it wasn't it wasn't the the standard priest for that church anymore. No. He used to be when we were growing up. Yeah, that's and then why he we had been had like it. promoted up to monsignor, and he was basically semi retired or retired. He was like pastor emeritus for that uh, for that parish. And the one who was in charge of that was not happy with us because he wanted to do the ceremony because he's the big boss. And we're like, no, we want our childhood priest to do the do the wedding. If we're doing it in the church, we must have the guy we know. And that we like. They had switched out after we had moved away. And then he was also mad because they're like, well, you have to hire this organist. We like, we don't want organ music. We just turn on a CD. We were broke college students on, uh, you know, grad students on a budget. We're We're not paying 200 (laughs) bucks for some woman who's going to miss every third note anyway, like she does every Sunday. So, no. So he finally threw his hands up in the air and said, fine, I'm not going to even show up. I'm like, great. We weren't inviting you anyway. Yeah. 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 To the Monsignor who was throwing a hissy fit so we had our wedding uh that was a little hiccup to get through too yep that was do you remember when we did our um premarital counseling and we had to take that test yeah we were that I was shooting like for a perfect 250 score 50 questions on it yep we did not get a perfect score nope you want to know why you it's <laughs> it's because i got bored halfway through the test and i stopped paying attention and it's sort of like when I think about it in my memory, it plays like a sitcom. And so he takes our test after we finish when we're sitting there and we're very nervous. And then he. Well, yeah, if you like, do too badly on it, you have to go to like the weekend to a retreat. Conference. No, and yeah, like the weekend a, retreat. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to go to that crap. Right. And so he looks up from scoring it and he goes, OK, well, we've got some differences here. And I was like, oh, no. And you look terrified. And he goes, so you think he drinks too much? And I was like, no, I don't. I drink as much as he does. And he was like, then why did you mark yes to this question? I was like, I don't know. Oh, it's because you misread it and you're like, it does not drink too much. I don't know. It, it just, everything sort of went downhill after that. Like I can hear the laugh track playing in my head at that moment. And I really have blocked out the And then he just started messing with you. Yeah, it just, it, it's very nerve wracking and scary to have to go and answer all of these questions on an official test with a priest in his house it's weird well he's a monsignor that right it's like yeah his house right on the river like waterfront property it was a nice little house yeah Mm -hmm. yeah any other hiccups with the ceremony that you can remember other than the rain other than you're late and like jesus christ i was two minutes late yeah but everyone's coming in like i purposely left my watch at home for once, even though I'm usually glued to it. I'm in there like we're in a little vestibule chapel area and I'm cracking jokes. And like all the groomsmen are looking like they're trying to calm me down. 
like I'm getting left at the altar and I'm the one cracking them up <laughs> left or the trying altar. to because they're all nervous and the yes. the priest keeps coming Six in. Six years he's, in he's and like, I'm going to leave you at the like, altar. she better get here. She better get here. I'm like, so what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you showed up and it was fine. And we did. It. Now, the hard part was um, because I was heavier than I am now and I have a bad knee and especially with all the extra weight on it, very difficult. So it's hot. I'm in a tuxedo. The church was not well air conditioned. And for all the kneeling for the ceremony, I'm essentially holding myself up on my elbows. Yeah. Well, full Catholic mass. You're yeah. Gonna kneel. So there's a lot of like upper body work out there. So yeah, very, very hot. Some of the photos are like, why is your face so red? Why does it look like you're sweating? Are you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm holding my entire like overweight body weight up on my elbows. <laughs> my dad didn't get to say his line. What was his line? You know, the priest is supposed to say who gives this woman away, and my dad was supposed to say my her her mother and I do, or whatever the line is, and he didn't get to say it. Well, you could be like your uncle and say, "Big Daddy." <laughs> Did he really say that? I don't, I don't know. remember. I don't remember either. Um, no, but yeah, that was the same aunt, and she was late to her daughter's wedding too with her daughter. They were like two, two and, and a half, half hours late, late because the limo driver got us lost. In rush hour in the D.C. area. Yeah. And that's why when we got out of the reception, which was a set amount of time, we got back to Virginia because her reception was in D.C. And all the liquor stores were closed. And so they we've told this story before where we all had the only liquor in the house was these, the supply. Yeah. The, no, Captain Morgan tattoo that oh. we had brought the sneak in and we had forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone was drinking tattoo. But we've talked about I think that was the road trip one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've told that story. Yeah. No, but my dad was bummed because the priest cut the line be- to save time because I was two minutes late. And my dad was like, I didn't get to say it. It's like an actor who's seen it. his one cameo ends up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else from that day that went wrong? Um, From the ceremony and before? Not that I can think of. I think that was otherwise we, we planned it really, really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that went well. Well, that was a deep thought, but you know what I mean? Went well. It's been a long day. So <laughs> we had a reception, though, afterwards. Jessica, do you remember where our reception was? Yes, I do. Um, we actually got married at Santinello's Italian restaurant. We did not get married at Santinello's. Our we had a reception was at, was at Santinello's Italian restaurant. Not and a sponsor, but that just happens to be where it really was. Really important to us because that was where we went to dinner the night that we met. Yes. Prom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how we... I think it was when uh kid number one hosted oh like where did we meet and we met at your senior prom in high school mm-hmm. and met up at one of a mutual friend's house i went with that friend you went with a somebody else and then after that we went out to dinner at santinello's and i had to translate the menu for your uh date who didn't know just common italian food like lasagna and mustacholi and rigatoni and uh, spaghetti and linguine and okay. yeah anyway so yeah and then we went out to prom and eventually Anyways. we got engaged all right eventually we got engaged uh what was for dinner <laughs> um don't say italian food lemon chicken okay which was wonderful there's some sort of noodle that i didn't get to eat any of um probably because it was covered in like red sauce and i don't know i just remember the the lemon chicken because it was to die for it was wonderful I remember the focaccia, mm. and I honestly don't remember what else was on the buffet for uh, 
food, even though we were the first ones through the line. But uh, apparently it was amazing. I don't know. I got to eat a little bit of the chicken at the actual reception, um, but not too much because, like, everybody wants to talk to you at your wedding. You have to go and you have to do all the things at all the right times um, and take pictures and, and everything. So I didn't really get to eat a whole lot, but um, all of the leftovers made their way home with my parents. And so the day after the wedding, we got to chow down on all of that food, and it was great the second day, too. So, hey. I mean, that came in handy because I remember one of the groomsmen coming up to me during the kind of schmoozing period before we go to the head table and thank everybody for coming and go do the food and then begin the gauntlet of everything that the DJ, who was also the MC for the night, kept us running through. Uh, they came up to me like, um, Marco, taste this. And they had a cocktail and um, they're like, it's supposed to be a seven and seven. I'm like, okay, what's the problem? I take a sip. And they're like, it's only one seven. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is only Seagram's. <laughs> There's no seven up. So apparently... Your parents put us on a budget, and we really did a great job with the budget, but it got down to the end, and we were going to have, I think, just beer and wine yep, and cash bar for everything else. And finally, at the very last minute, your dad's like, to hell with this. I want a bottle of Jack at my dinner plate so I don't have to get up and stand in line, and <laughs> here's my credit card. And so it was full open bar. Well, okay, full open bar. The, uh, the servers were then working, you know, they're getting paid hourly, so they're going heavily on tips. They were all tipped very well. Yeah, case. they are mixing everything extremely strong. Yep. And that kind of was the social lubricant for the evening. At some point, a bride drink was invented for me, and it was delicious, and I have no idea what was in it. I know that I had like three of them. We also had the DJ also mentioned that he had been DJing for 20 years, and he had never seen the oh. dance floor move yeah. with so many people jumping and dancing and your parents also extended how long we had the hall for because the party was going well it was a really fun day yeah everybody danced so much and so hard that they actually moved they shifted the dance floor over by like an inch and a half yeah and apparently that's not supposed to happen but what are some of your favorite memories from the reception um we did shots with my parents right before they like introduced us to that's like true. did the introductions so the, the, for the wedding the party? rest the the site is it's an old home and is that what that is it used to like so the story yeah, is that used to be house. their home they lived upstairs and it was downstairs and that was the dining area then they built the brick house next door and they've expanded out since then and then they eventually added on the banquet facility in the back so everyone was coming in the the banquet entrance and to make our grand entrance we actually came in through the restaurant in the bar area so we're standing around the bar getting staged because the uh, the DJ had this thing where he introduced everybody. He introduced the parents. They come in. They go down the staircase and into the banquet facility. And the, the wedding par party goes in. Each, you know, bridesmaid and groomsmen are lined up. And actually, at that point, it's pretty funny because he, you know, we've already let the parents in. We've let the flower girl and the um, ring bearers in. And then come our friends and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and your brother and stuff uh and it's like they're listing off facts about them there's like three facts and then a funny story a, a funny little anecdote so you know it's like they're going to such and such school and they're majoring in such and such and something embarrassing like they once pat you know took a road trip down to bike week and slept on park benches which was great because the one they had just introduced was working on a phd in transportation safety yep yeah. 
So uh, that was fun, and it caught them all off guard. And most of them took it in stride and thought it was funny. Not all of them did. Some few were a little upset. Oh, well. And then, of course, I had one of my siblings got offended for somebody else. It's like, well, they actually thought that was kind of funny, but you're the one that's upset about it. Yay. But the shots were good. Lots of shots. Lots of shots before we even entered the room. What other favorite memories do you have from the reception? I like the goldfish at the tables. I thought they were pretty. And they matched the dresses of the bridesmaids really well. Only um, a few were consumed. Only a few. Yep, there's a lot of weird pictures of fish. We put the little disposable cameras, um, because those used to be a, like a thing, on all of the tables. And we told everyone, take pictures. We would love to see how, like, what your viewpoint of the wedding was. Or the wedding reception was. And everybody took all of the pictures and it was fantastic. And most Those of them are, than the professional are hysterical. Ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had little adoption cards for the fish that said, please take me, you know, I'm here helping out Marco and Jessica with the reception. Please take me home. Sign this card so we know who you went home with. Yep. Uh, that was adorable. A lot got adopted. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a few because they we actually just got feeder fish that you get to feed bigger fish. So they were like five cents each mm-hmm. uh so there's actually a five gallon bucket underneath the table that had our wedding cake with more goldfish so like a few families are like but we want more and i'm like lifting up the uh the thing going here you go here you go put a four more, few more in the bowl but when you get home you put them in a bigger bowl yeah the fish did get adopted though so that was good if yeah. we were to do this again though i would absolutely not include fish yes yeah that was not in with our uh because a lot People were just starting to show up with uh, digital cameras to everything. So I was looking through those photos as I was doing my prep work for this. <laughs> there is one photo of an d- upside down fish. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All glassy eyed. I think there's a picture of my aunt with a fish out of the bowl. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um, What else was fun at the wedding? I like the way that we named all of the tables. Instead of the tables just being like table number one, table number two, we named each one of the tables um, with a location that was important well, to us. Well, a location or something. Yeah, it was something that was important to us as a couple. And it had the explanation underneath. So beforehand, even when we were coming in, or actually even throughout the evening, we would see people going table to table to read the table cards that you would usually have a number on, reading what it was and why it was significant to us. Like there was the Michigan Tech table and the Western Michigan table. And of course, like it... We also like had our friends from Western Michigan sitting at the Western Michigan table. Yeah. And uh, the head table was the San Francisco table. And mm-hmm. when it was time to eat, we had tables dismissed by name. So we had the list of names and we had already told, we knew who was going to sit everywhere. We had done the seating chart and we gave it to the DJ and said, this is the order. So then they're hearing the name. So like there was the Pirate's Cove uh, <laughs> table, which if you listen to our transportation army, our road trip episode, it was both part the hurricane story. Mm-hmm. And it was also a reference to Michigan Tech and fish bowls at the Ambassador up in Houghton, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they weren't all places. Some were things. But it was fun. What were some of your least favorite memories from the reception? Made up drama. Yeah. People tried to explode during the reception. But anytime you get that many people together and a lot of families. There's going to be imaginary drama. Yeah. But you know what? There was enough uh, enough fun to kind of like just ignore all that. Yep. Mm. And then we have a picture in our wedding album from the official photographer of your dad with his bottle of Jack. 
That is definitely a favorite memory. Yes. Yeah, that's not a least favorite memory. No, 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 that is. And the fact that he was like dancing all night. Yep, he did. Um, least favorite. I don't. I don't know. I thought. Well, then we'll skip over that and just go straight to. Do you have a least favorite memory of the reception? Just the drama. Okay. Uh, and there wasn't a lot of drama. It was just a few little blips. Little blips every so often. Some of the drama. Um. Uh, what about what do you know took place at our reception, but you can't really remember because either of the pace or just of how long it was or the drinks or what have you? I know that my brother's friends crashed our reception. I don't remember how many of them there were or where they came from or where they went afterwards. I just know that at some point a bunch of like 20 year olds showed up. I, you know, that is part of the the blips of drama that showed up. At one point, I had a sibling come by and dig <laughs> dig her fingernails into my arm going, there is underage drinking going on at your reception. And I'm like, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> um, also, you don't own the I restaurant. I don't own the restaurant. I don't have the liquor license. I don't care. I'm having fun. <laughs> if they're anywhere and like looking around the room, like they're in the back. So if the establishment wants to handle it, cool i'm not providing it i'm not serving it i'm not paying for it i'm gonna go dance with my wife mm-hmm. yeah uh i'll say something i know took place but i cannot for the life of me remember and actually we talked about this at our first day anniversary i couldn't remember it then do you remember cutting the cake i know there's pictures of us cutting the um, cake i honestly yes, don't remember actually, cutting the cake i do remember cutting the cake because it was time to cut the cake and you did not magically appear. So I was standing there, like, holding a knife all by myself. And then we were trying to cut it. And the photographer was trying to get the picture. And we were like, do we just, like, actually cut it like you're supposed to cut a cake? And he was like, no, no, no. And he had to walk us step by step through how to cut the wedding cake to get the picture. And also so the cake didn't fall over. Because I guess there's a trick to it. I don't remember what the trick is. but I don't remember any of this. Yeah. So. Um, also, we did not smash the cake in our faces, each other's faces, so that was good. Because yeah. we talked about that. We had extensively. And I told you that I would divorce you if the next day if you did that. Yeah, me. pretty much. Because mm-hmm. again, a Maggie Sotero dress. <laughs> and then we eventually got out of there. We went to the hotel. Uh, the next morning was rough in that uh, I forgot to pack an overnight bag, so I had to put back on my sweat soaked tuxedo to go home and get put on take a shower and take real clothes on and as we come out of the hotel like there's your dad all smiley and chipper and it's like how are you not hungover but yeah no he said he sweated out all the alcohol by dancing all night long that was what he said good for him that's impressive hey we i think we talked about this a little bit on other episodes but uh where do we go for our honeymoon um we went to pensacola florida uh, what was your favorite memory that you'd like to share on the podcast from the honeymoon? Bucket of rum. And a Cheeto. And a Cheeto. And going fishing with that. Yep. And but we've already talked about that. So we have. That so, is pretty much it. So <laughs> if you want that story, go back and listen to past episodes. <laughs> Do you have a favorite memory you'd like to share? Honestly, it was just laying on the beach and hanging out with you. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah. But the uh, the giant sampler of crab wasn't too bad either. That was delightful. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, then, is our second tasting. Hooray! Number two. Give it a swirl. Give it a sniff. Give it a taste. What are you getting on this one? It's kind of peppery. It is a little peppery. 
What is it? It's got it's a little bit of like a black pepper, almost pepper. Yeah. Not not like a chili pepper. No, but it's, it does have a little hint of uh, black pepper. This is Hornitos. Hornitos. Which is fun to say. It is fun to say. So it's a, you know it looks just like everything else we got in our lineup. It's that nice gold color, but this definitely has a very distinctive flavor. Mm-hmm. It has a. It really does taste like the soaked black pepper in with it. Yeah, um, it's very not, warm. not overpowering. Does not get you in the back of the throat. Still can sit and and sip it. No, it doesn't burn the back of your throat. But my throat is feeling definitely warmer. Yes. since drinking it. The uh, the Cabo is way smoother. Mm-hmm. The Cabo is way easier to sip. Yep. Not that this is hard to sip. I'm no, it's very good. Too. It's just um, it's peppery. Ooh, I took See? a little bit too much at the end, and then <laughs> it was like whoa. That had a little bit of bite to it, but uh, no, still good. I in between the two, I'd go with the Cabo. Same. Yeah. And by the way, for the people wondering, Patron is not in the lineup tonight. No Patron. Because it's so overdone. Agreed. That is what you should pour into your neon green margarita mix. Whoa, no. Yes, it is. I don't like Patron. Sorry, Patron. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to say about Hornitos? I do not, other than the name is really fun to say when you're drunk. Are you drunk already? Nope. Oh, because we got a lot more to go. We are just ready to start round three, The Married Couple. It's going to be a little bit more of a lightning round for you, Jess. Lightning rounds are fun. Yeah. Who's taller? You. Who's louder? You. More stubborn? Me. More impatient? I'm not sure. Depends on the situation. Okay. Both or neither? Yes. Tie. Deal. It's, it's a push? Yes. Okay. Better morning person. You. <laughs> Who falls asleep first? Oh, it's me because I fall asleep on the couch now. These days. Who falls asleep the easiest, That's though? you. Yeah. I have the easiest time falling asleep, but these days, well, you get up earlier, so you fall asleep sooner. Yeah. But in general, it's easier for me to conk out. Who snores more or louder? I reject your question. <laughs> Who used to snore, snore more? Blah, snore more. You. Yeah. Sounded like there was like some sort of like tractor trailer idling in the bedroom. <laughs> used to be pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better now that I've lost weight. Yeah. Who's more competitive? I think it's me. <laughs> you think? Why, why, don't we, why don't we play racquetball anymore? I just ignore COVID. And why don't like, we take stuff. classes together anymore? Why don't we do pretty much anything? Well, yeah, why did we stop playing racquetball together? Because. Why don't we play, just catch that often in the front yard? Because we both have baseball mitts. Because. Because you throw too hard. Because I throw too hard and it's scary for you. And also, I want to win. You've left, hit me so hard with the ball before that I've had lacerations from the laces. My dad was super proud of me that day. Great. Mm-hmm. Who's funnier? You are. Who's more social and outgoing? You are. Am I? Yeah, you are. Who's better at faking it, me? Yeah. <laughs> Making seeming more social and outgoing. Who's got more tats? Oh, for sure, you. Who's got more piercings? Me. By far. Mm-hmm. Who's the better cook slash chef? It's you. Who's the better baker? Me. Yeah. Probably kid one at this point <laughs> after a year of COVID. Yeah, she's pretty yeah. good. Her banana bread has turned out nice. Who's got the uh, better sense of style? I'm going to go with you because I am missing the girl gene for clothes. And Are you shoes. saying I have the girl gene? Yes. Congratulations oh. over there. 
Does it have anything to do that I took art classes and sure. architecture and it's all about lines and color matching? Sure. Okay. Who's more athletic? You. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> we like engaging in athletic endeavors. Do we have like the, the super talent for it? No. I don't know. Um, who's the better singer? Oh, it's me. By far. Who's better at trivia? I don't like this question. Why don't you like I'm this question? I am not terrible at trivia. I didn't say you were. Kind of. It does depend on which one. So like when we used to do trivia night for this kid's uh, fundraiser at school, like if it's movie movie trivia and pop culture stuff, you're usually I'm better in TV. If it's history and geography, I'm usually better at that. And together we make quite the trivia couple. Yeah. Who's the bigger nerd? <clears throat> um, You do. You have the PhD. So congratulations. You win. I think it's a it's a relative thing of who's bigger, like nerd or nerdier. Oh, yeah, that depends the, on the day. It does depend on the day and who's nerding out that day. Who's better at video games? Me. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, who plans date night? You do. Usually. Usually like, Marco, what do you want to do for your birthday? I want to not have to plan my own birthday. You, I planned it last time. You planned my uh, my 40th. That was great. You did a good job. Thanks. Favorite thing to do together as a date night or a couple's day or a couple's weekend adventure? Go away from the children. <laughs> I concur. And probably most other people as well. But sometimes that's fun. But usually it's you and I together somewhere that doesn't also involve our kids. Oh. Sometimes you need a break from your munchkins. Yes, you do. We love them to death, but... Sometimes you need a break to just be a married couple and be happy. Happy as a couple. <laughs> You're unhappy <laughs> with the kids? No, I like them. It's just uh, they were pushing buttons tonight before bed. So well, when you have the four children of psychologists, and especially behavioral psychologists, Jesus. boy, do they know how to push buttons? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They also know how to do hand over hand prompting. They're also Italian, so they've all mastered. Even the four year olds mastered the Italian guilt trip. Yes, <laughs> and talking with their hands. They do. And it's hilarious. Well, that's the end of the lightning round that is the married couple round. <laughs> and just us as a couple. Let's get to number three. Okay. What do you have here? Give I it a swirl. Know. Give it a sniff. Give it a taste. What do you think? It's nice. Where would you rank it out of the three we've had so far? Number two. I, too, would make it number two. It's it's smoother than the Hornitos. It's less peppery. It's uh, less heat, less uh, less everything, but it doesn't have. Um, there's just some notes and characteristics to the Cabo Wabo that make it more interesting. They keep having you come back for another taste, which sounds bad when you're talking about alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> it has been a long day, and I, the kids had a half day, so I was trying to get work done and deal with our children. That sounds bad. But it does sound bad. Look, it's been a long week. They're all overtired. And so then it was just like squabbles. And it's like refereeing that while trying to get work done and then having hockey stuff come in. So it's been a long time. Um, anyway, yeah, this is this is this is up there. Any guesses what this is? I don't know what this is. What is it? <laughs> Kirkland's finest. Oh. This literally is the Costco store brand of tequila. I think it's good. If we were out of Cabo, I would absolutely drink this one. This one, and I've gotten it before, and it's what's interesting about it is I will sit and sip this one, mm -hmm. but with the uh, price point that it's at, I'm also not upset about turning into margaritas. Granted, I'm not using that glow-in-the-dark crap you buy. Like, 
Vin was working on my low carb recipe, and I'll share that in another episode. I don't want to, you know, waste another one. We got plenty of booze to talk about in this one, but it, that had fresh squeezed juices in it, and then I used this tequila, and it turned out great. This one uh, will easily take on the flavors of other. Um, oh, for sure. Ingredients for a cocktail. Yeah, this is something that's going to hide very well in the rest of your drink. Because it's not, it definitely doesn't have a lot of distinctive Mm-mm. components to it. Whereas the Cabo, that would be a complete waste to turn that into a cocktail. Just sit and sip it as is. And even the Hornitos is kind of fun to sit and sip it as is, is with the uh, fiery pepper. I mean, notes. I guess if you like pepper, yeah. then yes, it's good for that. But otherwise, I would absolutely mix it with something else. Because I don't enjoy that peppery, burny taste. Yeah. So, well, as that settles, though, let's go. Let's do our round four questions, and we'll move into that. And then there's the final tequila at the end of that. Dun dun dun. Before we go into all our seltzers, <laughs> and so round four is about life together because that is an adjustment period. Even though we had moved in together before we got married, mm-hmm. and you know we had been a couple for four years, there's still an adjustment phase because now it's like changing everything over. Six years. Oh, that's right, because the two years of engagement. Four mm-hmm. years before we got engaged, two years of engagement. So six years. We had already been a couple for six years by the time we got married. But just life together, there's adjustments to that. So, Jessica, who does the dishes more? Me. Who cooks more? You. Who wash, you know, I have does the laundry more, but really who washes the laundry more? I don't know. I don't either. It's like we're both running loads. We just pretty much run laundry all day, every day, uh, especially on the weekends, like it's nonstop washing machine action yeah. in this house. But who folds the laundry more? Um, me. By far. Me. Yes. Who mows the lawn? You. Who clears the snow? You. Who makes the bed? Nobody. <laughs> we occasionally get around we, to we it. We don't really do that. Yeah. You know how hard it is to fluff a weighted blanket, <laughs> by the way? It is awful. <laughs> it's a workout. <laughs> It's arm day. Let me fluff this thing and smooth it out. <laughs> yeah. Weighs 25 pounds. Uh, who clears the leaves? The children? Usually me. The Fine. children sometimes blow them me. in my face. I don't like to do it. Yeah. The kids are starting to get big enough, and we've got enough leaf blowers that they help. And, you know, we put hearing protection on them. They have fun with it. But usually I got to do a lot more extra cleanup with that. Who weeds the flower beds and plants the plants and all that? Me. You do. I'll move the mulch around. And I'll help put the plants like and the planters and everything in place for you to do the planting. But I actually hate pulling weeds and stuff. And I'll do the spring cleanup of like everything that got overgrown over the last year and especially the fall and the winter. I'll come through with a chainsaw and cut it all down. I hate keeping up with it. Part of that, too, is by the time track season usually ends, it's already gone. Like, well, we've lost control of it. Well, there's no track season this year. So we'll we'll see how it goes. It's (laughs) just about that time where things are starting to pop up and it's starting to get warm enough where I can get out there with a chainsaw and cut it all back because we do live on a ravine and it's constantly encroaching on our living area. It encroaches on the pool. It does. Who cleans the bathrooms? Me. Who cleans the toilets? Me. Or kid one. You're going to get hate mail for this because your wife is doing all the cleaning. Probably. Mm-hmm. How much snow did you clear? Two driveways full this year. This year. How many times have you cleared the driveway since we moved here? Four times. <laughs> In six winters? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who controls remote control? You. 
but these days it just turns into one of us starts flipping and they get sick of it, so they throw it at the other one, and then they get sick of it and they throw it back, and, <laughs> and it's like, go which is good bad because <laughs> we, with all the streaming services and cable and everything, it's, it's overwhelming. Like, well, and it's like, where, where's all the good stuff? Because we binge all the good stuff. So. Yeah. Who drives more when we're in the car together? It doesn't count. Like at the moment, like my office is in the house, your office is in another state, so obviously you drive more. But when we're together, who most often is behind the wheel? You do. Quite often. <clears throat> but, you know, when we were in Virginia, a lot of times it was like you drive. I'm sick because I was doing all the driving because mm-hmm. you were at home and I was had the office that was away from home. But, uh, yeah, probably more times than not, it's me. Who does the grocery shopping more? You do because I hate it. When I do most of the cooking, so I want to go get the ingredients. Right. No, if this were up to me, <laughs> um, you would be playing like... What, what is that chef with the basket show on Food Network? Chopped? Yeah, you'd be playing Chopped every single night if I did all of the grocery shopping. It would be amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I lived through college already. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> like I said, yeah. it would be amazing. Who mixes the drinks or the cocktails? Okay, so the answer is you, but it's because you won't let me do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so. Look, people who follow along know why I won't let you do it. Your friends can all relate. Or at least the ones who were on that you trip to what? Wisconsin. I seem to remember people drinking the drinks and being really happy afterwards for a while. Listen, we're going to go tip for tat. <laughs> what was the first time you actually bought a drink for yourself at a bar? I don't know. When was the first time you like bought alcohol for yourself? I don't know. 22, 23, something 25. Like that. I don't know. Who's more adventurous? Oh, for sure, you. Who's more spontaneous? You. Who plans more? You. How the hell does that work out? I'm more spontaneous and I plan more. Because I am content to sit and read a book all day long. And you're like, we're going to go do some things. What are we going to do? I have no clue. We're going to get in the car and find some things. <laughs> That's as far as I planned oh, it. Well, okay. we're going to head south. That means nothing to me. Yeah. Who's more organized in terms of process? Because this is how nerdy we are. I've broken down organized into two different categories. And guess who the winner is for this one? It's not me. Yeah. Who's more organized in terms of being neat Um, and tidy and stuff put away? I'm going to go with me. Yeah. Except the answer is actually not either of us. Yeah. Maybe. It's not you. Who takes more photos? It's me. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's us as a couple. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. And that was again another bit of a lightning round. Help us move along through this. Jessica, grab your fourth tequila. Give it a swirl. Give it a sniff. Give it a taste. What do you think? It's good. It is good. You know, I'm getting some characteristics, and of course, it's because it's aged in oak barrels, but almost some whiskey notes to it. Mm. That vanilla, that caramely, that just the oaky, more so than the other ones. Yeah. And of course, it is, I mean, it's most certainly it is tequila. Oh, for sure. There is no doubt there. It, I don't know. It's Here, good. I, it's not burny. It's nice. I put the bottle in front of you. You did. What are we drinking? It is Casamigos Tequila. It's George Clooney's tequila. Yay! Clooney tequila. So we got we started with Sammy Hagar tequila. We're ending with Clooney tequila. I really like Clooney tequila. It's good. I do like Cabo Wabo more, but this one is, is probably my number two. Well, that's nice for me because um, Cabo Wabo is less expensive than Clooney tequila, mm. but it is good. 
This one leaves a little warm feeling in your throat. It does. Not a burn. Nope. Just a nice little warm. Warms you up. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about Clooney tequila? Um, no. George makes a good tequila. Okay. Let's take a little segue break real quick. Yes. I'm going to pause this. We'll clear the tequilas out of here. Oh. And we'll get our hard, hard seltzers, and we'll do uh, rounds five through eight. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Okay, let's do this. Okay. So I got us our rocks glasses that we're going to like sample these out of. Mm-hmm. It's our cityscape ones with all the street maps etched into it. Yes. If you notice which city I gave you. San Francisco. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. What do you have over there? I have Tallahassee. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're ready to go. We got our seltzers lined up. But first off, round five, we're doing the questions first. Okay. Round five is life with kids because... We have a bunch. We have a bunch. So when we got married, how many kids did you want to have? Three. How many kids did you want to have? I wanted two to four. I wanted three. I thought you wanted two to four. Three. All right. Well. How many kids do we have? Four. four. When we had three, though, we were sitting around, and what did you say? Somebody is missing, and I keep... I and keep. I kept setting extra plates at the table, like I would miscount almost every single night, and there'd be that weird sixth plate, and I'd be like, "What the hell is the matter with me?" But there's nobody coming for dinner, um, and that went on for months. And then finally, I was like, "Maybe, maybe we we need to have another baby," because apparently somebody is missing to the point where I am setting a plate for it. So maybe we should just do that. And lo and behold, we got kid four. Kid four, she's great. <laughs> hilarious she's a sassy little thing she is how long were we married though before we had kids yeah four years yeah <laughs> to the point where people were like when are you guys gonna have kids it's like well first off i think the first baby we had was the dissertation that's yours that was we it was like there was a lot of hardship for both <laughs> but then yes we had we had kid one came along um and I think we probably can do more stories about having kids in another episode. Yeah. The actual the deliveries and everything. What do you remember about life before kids? It was quiet. <laughs> and that's an understatement. We could sleep in whenever we wanted to, and that we could just drive to the beach whenever we wanted to. Cause like we used to live in Florida and that was something we could do pre kid. And kinda. I mean we weren't working in doing research and everything but yeah um it didn't take it wasn't like planning a military operation and then planning and logistics and supplies and it was just like let's get in the car grab your bathing suit get in the car go who cares if we have food or water we'll just grab that along the way right um and it was a little bit boring it was Mm -hmm. i think that last christmas down in tallahassee was incredibly boring it's like here's the camera take a picture of me opening my gifts now (laughs) turn around uh, because we had a document to send it back to the parents to show that yeah, we actually opened them. That we did Christmas. And it was just like, this is so quiet and boring and yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Too quiet. <laughs> so it's definitely not quiet around here anymore on Christmases. Oh, no. It's very lively. It's great. Once we had kids, who changed the wet diapers? Are you serious? We both did. Yeah. Who did it more often, though? Me. Yep. Because I stayed at home with them. So me. Who changed the poopy diapers? Both of us. Who did it more often? Me. Yeah. Again, stay-at-home mom. 
So, yeah. Who, who is more likely to pretend like they lost their sense of smell, though? You? Yep. But it's not like that got you out of changing diapers, so <laughs> no, it's just some no. dumb thing you did. I don't yeah. smell anything. Everything is fine. Let's test but the weight limits on. the stink lines <laughs> coming off of the child. Let's see what the limits are on those, uh, those leg bands there. <laughs> they got changed. They were fine. Who was uh, who? Most often got up in the middle of the night. Me. It's because I was probably not even home yet from work. Oh, that was it. And we've talked about the the age of being home like three hours at night, three hours of sleep at night. That was yeah, awful. How long did the baby stay in our room? Too long. <laughs> um, kid number one stayed in our room until she was like, I don't know, two or three months old. Yeah, and then. I could not take her squeaks anymore. The kid <laughs> sat there and she squeaked all night long. I'm not sure if she was awake and doing it or asleep and do. I don't really. I have no idea. The I just know. Little squeaks. Oh, for sure. But I could not fall asleep if she was over there squeaking because I was like, oh, she must be hungry or bored or something. So I would be up the entire time trying to figure out why she was squeaking. And finally, I was like, I need to go to sleep. No, it's just, never going to happen just until we put her in the crib. Tiny baby snores. Maybe little squeakies. You know. Yeah. Like they do. Um, kid number two spent like four weeks in our room. And then after that, I was like, he has to go to his crib because I don't want to do the squeaks again. <laughs> I need some sleep. And it was, it was fine once he moved out. Kid number three, I think the same thing. He had four weeks. Yeah. Just about then, like a month. And yeah, kid and four was a month. Room. Kid four was a month. No, kid four stayed in our room until she was like six months old because we didn't paint her nursery. She did not stay till she She six totally months. did. No, because we had her in her crib when it was still on the upper level. For like a day. <laughs> she was in our room forever. It's amazing, like the amnesia that comes with kids, isn't it? Um, one of us, of us is not having amnesia about this. Not with this, yeah, but in general, like there are things that you don't remember, there's things I don't remember. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough category to get through, at least for like the little, little stuff. Uh, and they stayed in, uh, we had a little bassinet for them to stay in too. Yeah. Like a pack and play thing. Yeah. And it had this little cradle built into it. It was nice. It kept them very, very secure. They couldn't roll out of it. And I really liked that. And they were nearby where we could get to them in the middle of the night, but far enough away where it's like. It's very handy because yeah. like I had C-sections for all four. And so it was really hard to get up and out of bed. And so I could just roll over and grab them and take care of them or it was easy for you to get up to grab them and then hand them to me so I could feed and change them. Nice thing too is like we don't have them jumping in our beds and everything. No. no, kid number one came in once. She was like two or three and it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was dead asleep and all of a sudden I get woken up out of my dead sleep by a little tiny voice going, Mommy. I'm here. And like I opened my eyes and she had this big old smile and it terrified me and I screamed. <laughs> and she has never come into our room since then in the middle of the night. And not one of our children has done the same. Nobody nope. has ever come into our room. Yeah. Except for that one time. Uh, well, they do go in our room. Like I know they go in our room because they leave notes and they leave stuffed animals yeah, on the pillow and stuff during the day. They're not coming in in the middle of the night no, and they're, they're not coming in early in the morning to like sleep with us. They'll like go out in the hallway and yell, and then we'll get up and go. What the hell's going on? Are they <laughs> screaming in their bed? And... Yeah, but they're not. They're I don't know. They're just 
they're not kids that want to hang out in bed with us. Well, that's She's cool. not a bad thing. Not complaining. So everybody knows that having kids, it adds stress to the relationship. Uh, what is the greatest stressor kids place on our relationship? Um, It's probably because they take up all your time. Yeah. And there's like not very much time left for us. Yeah. As a couple. I'm not going to argue that. Nope. It's pretty much right on. Mm-hmm. What are the greatest joys kids add to the relationship? Um, they're fun. I get to see you play with them, and I really like that. I like to watch your interactions with them. I like to watch you teach them how to do things. Um, I like to watch you break up their fights. <laughs> um, I like to watch you interrogate them, especially when kid number one, she was like, I don't know, three, and she did something, and she wouldn't admit to it, and you like plopped her down on the kitchen table, and you swung a light over, and you were asking very pointed questions, trying to crack her. To get her to admit to what she did, and it was the funniest thing. Oh, yep. Well, and I like watching you do art projects with them, and reading with them, and just getting crafty and creative with them. And then we just go do stuff that you and I would be weird if we didn't have kids. Like we went like to the, the children's kids museum. The kids museum and playing with the exhibits and seeing all the stuff. And it's like, you know, we'd just be creepy if we were just a couple without kids here. But yep. Now we can come and we can check out the exhibits and look at everything. And, and play yeah. with the toys. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In what ways has uh, having kids cut into couples time? Are you serious? Well, we're starters. Getting a sitter was tough when we were in D.C. There's many times that Kid 1 and even Kid 2 got to come with me to uh, Capitals games. Yeah. Because the company had company you know, tickets and we'd get them and we would plan date night and we'd get uh reservations to go out to dinner you know it's like oh here's a one of the guys from top chef has a restaurant nearby we'll go there and then it's like i'm there with my four-year-old yep yep mm-hmm. yeah she's an expensive date by the way i'm sure she is yeah <laughs> and even now it's hard you know to get sitters and get out and it's expensive to get sitters too yeah, babysitters are expensive. So that cuts into everything. And then and that's not just, I mean, there's COVID, so there's nowhere to go in the last year. We got away to Traverse City and did an episode about that. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, there hasn't been a lot of date time and getting away and all that. Nope. What are some hacks for getting time together? I don't know. Apparently, say, you start a podcast. Start a podcast when you get time together. There's our hack. The other one is... Wait for the oldest one to get old enough to babysit so that you and I can go out on bike rides or at least go outside and do yard work. Yeah, that's also not, like teach your, teach your kids to load the dishwasher. Highly recommend teaching your kids to load the dishwasher because then you don't have to do it and the dishes are still getting done. Teach your kids to pack their own school lunches. Again, you don't have to do it and it's still getting done. And they are picking their own food, so they can't complain about it if they don't like it the next day. You do need to spot check what they're putting in there, though. Yeah. They uh, can't just teach your kids to clean the toilets. Um, yes. So kid number one actually really likes scrubbing toilets, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it is. And that's fine, because uh, I don't want to do it. As we've established in a previous, previous round of this. <laughs> And that kind of leads into the next question. What advantages are there to the kids being older? Well, we just got into all that. Also, they can entertain themselves. You cannot take a little three-month-old baby and leave them alone in, like, the playroom and... And go mow expect, the lawn. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. Um, 
But you can do that with like a three-year-old. You can say, hey, you need to hang out in your room. Your big sister is also in your room. I'm going to go mow the lawn. Don't come outside. And they will listen to you. Yeah, especially since like the four-year-old used to go and we've got a coffee table in the playroom right by the window. She'd sit on the coffee table, play the Nintendo Switch, and then every time I went back and forth across the driveway, or the, not driveway, the yard, she waves. So yeah. it's like, I can see her, she can see me, and I'm getting the yard work done. <laughs> right. But I also had her older sister, who's old enough to babysit, in the house. Mm-hmm. So, also, you don't have to like walk back and forth all over the house and bounce them in the middle of the night when they're older. Oh, my That's God. That's nice. Doing, yeah, doing mm-hmm. the bounce. <laughs> Do it the bounce. But... <laughs> So all this together, having kids, in hindsight, good idea? Yeah. Yeah. They're nice little people. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Let's get into our first <laughs> hard seltzer. I don't think we have talked about that. Actually. What flavor do you want to do first? I got four flavors. Tropical all... lime. The tropical. Okay, first off, all of these are Corona hard seltzers. They're supposed to be zero carb, zero added sugar. They're all 90 calories. We got four different flavors. I have blackberry lime, cherry, mango and tropical lime so which one do you want to do first tropical lime tropical lime it is bring pass over your glass that was loud we're gonna drink all four of these right now we're gonna sample them Uh, okay cheers cheers that sounded better what do you think? Um, I like it. It's not overly limey. It's not overly sweet either. Yeah. It definitely has lime. It's definitely like a, a lime seltzer water. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's got not a over. It's not super seltzery though, so that's good. Yeah. The effervescence is not overpowering. Uh-uh. Yep. That's pretty good. I'd rather have that than a White Claw or anything like that. Oh, for sure. Mm. I do not like White Claws. Beastie Sorry. Boys did not fight for our right to party for us to drink White Claw. <laughs> As we sit here drinking out Corona Seltzer. Well, we'll finish our uh, our first round of Seltzer. And we'll do round six. Round six. Then and now, which is all about changes. No, thank the you. Because what's the old trope with that whole thing? Like uh, David Bowie's changes song? <laughs> like men get married and hoping their wife won't change, but she does. And women get married hoping the man will change, and he doesn't. And yeah. Change happens, people. You're going to grow old together. You're going to grow and change together. Or you're not. Or you're not. Maybe not together, but you are going <laughs> to. You are going to grow old. You're going to grow old and you're going to change. So first question on this one. Do you still have your original wedding ring? Yep. Does it fit? Mine does. Does yours? Uh, I do have my original wedding ring. It does not fit and uh, I don't wear it anymore. I wear a different one. Yep. I wear uh, a little silicone cheapy cheap, <laughs> which actually the other day I was cooking and it slid right off my finger. So now That's I'm getting funny. a smaller one. So my wedding ring is an 11 and a half and it was tight when I got it mm-hmm. and it got even tighter and tighter. Uh, and now I'm wearing an eight and it's sliding off my finger. Cool. Which is amazing. My my class ring in high school was a nine and a half. Oh, so that my hands are either. Yeah. Getting smaller. So, um, but the nice thing about this one is I can leave it on and uh, I mean, I'll just get a smaller one because they're like a couple bucks on Amazon. 
But uh, I can wear and play in hockey. I can, if I get my hand smashed, you know, you don't have to worry about all the issues with rings. I don't have to worry about scratching it. And I yeah. still have a ring on, which makes you happy. It does. Yep. It does. Mm-hmm. But you still have your original wedding ring on. Yep. And I haven't lost my original ring. It's No, you have it in your box. Yeah, my little man box on in my dresser. Box. Who has gained or lost the most weight since the wedding day? You. Yeah. I think I've gained the most and lost the most. Maybe. I win both categories. Okay. We'll just go with that. Who looks the most different from our wedding day? You do. You look the same. I do look the same. You do look the same. I'm very pretty happy about that. I'm pretty happy about that, too. Well, that's good. Whose hair has changed the most, whether it be color, style, or quantity, Um, or lack thereof, in my case? yours. Yeah. It's the same color, at least. It is the same color. Well, no, actually, there's more gray popping up in it now. But it's not mostly gray. Only a little... Hint, touch of gray? Tiny bit. (laughs) Come on, you want to see it. There's a touch of gray. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Whose style or sense of fashion has gone through the most changes since we got married? You. Has it? I still wear V-neck sweaters with t-shirts underneath. You're not wearing vests anymore. I'm literally sitting here wearing a vest right now. <laughs> no, like the sweater vest. I'm like, you went through there's like a, a picture that's going to get posted with this. I am wearing a sweater vest. Yeah, that's true. I wore sweater vests for quite a while. That helped um, hide the fat a little bit. Somebody mowing their lawn right now? It's an airplane. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah, it was a strategy to help hide. Because you notice they were all was. dark. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so my, my fashion has changed a bit. And the fact that I can fit into different clothes now, too. I mean, my style has changed quite a bit since we started dating. Yeah, you don't wear cords anymore. I also don't own any cargo pants anymore. <laughs> you did have quite the assortment of cargo pants. I do still have Hawaiian shirts, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have any more of those, like, what were they, the mud jeans or whatever you used to have a bunch of pairs of. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't have spaghetti Do they even make those anymore? No, you anymore don't have those either. anymore. So. What had the higher occurrence when we got married or now for these following items? Okay. Getting slash receiving flowers. Um, Got more flowers either before we got married. Yeah, no, for sure before we got married. Yeah, but like around that time. Around the time we got married versus now. Yeah. I don't love flowers. And you finally listened. So. Finally gave up. Yeah. 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 Uh, Going out for dinner. Oh. I think we go out to dinner more often. And not now because of COVID. But before COVID. Like after marriage. Really? I thought we like around the time we got married and we didn't have kids. I thought we went out to dinner more back then. Maybe it's actually the same. Maybe. Where did we go uh, most often back in the day? Back when we got married, if we were to go out for dinner, where would we most frequently go? Is the answer Qdoba. Actually, I think it was going to be Qdoba. <laughs> it would either be like Qdoba. Because we used to go there after class. Or we'd go to Po' Boys. Yeah. Or we'd go to... Um, or Momo's. Momo's. We'd go to Momo's. We would occasionally go to Andrew's. And what was that place that was up above the parking garage in Tallahassee? That- Harry's. Harry's, Harry's yes. with the yummy Great bread. seafood. Really nice black and chicken wings, too. Yeah, it was really good. That place kept changing names a number of times, but it, oh. it was great when it was Harry's. Uh, how about now, if we were to go out to eat, although COVID kind of screws something up. So back in like 2019, if we were going out to eat, where would we go? Haymarket. Probably Haymarket. Have pizza. Which you don't eat pizza anymore, so that's a bummer. Or we'd go into, uh, if 
food trucks at uh, Watermark, or we go to Silver Harbor. So basically the breweries. Yeah. Staymaker at Journeyman, which is a distillery. It's fun there. Sounds sounds kind of bad, but honestly, we've talked. I've talked about this before. Like, if you want good food, you go to the craft breweries or distilleries or wineries. They tend to have awesome food. Uh, how about a night out on the town with friends? I think it happened more often way back when when we got married versus now. Probably. I mean, ignoring COVID, so like going 2018, 2019, I think we had more of a social life. Mm, yeah, probably. Not counting going to kids' kids', kids events that just happen to have our friends at it. <laughs> uh, if we were going on for, out for a night on the town uh, back then when we got married, where were we going? I, a bar? I don't know. A Saturday night out on the town, we'd go to Halligan's. Everybody ended up at, we all ended up at Halligan's throwing darts. It was next to the sushi place. I have a very tiny memory. It was the Irish bar, the Irish pub with uh, the darts on the far side of town. Oh, my. So long ago. Okay. I think your memory of Halligan's is a lot rosier than my memory of Halligan's because I was bored out of my mind. That's true. Like, all the husbands and boyfriends were throwing darts, and all the wives and girlfriends were just... Not. Not. <laughs> not having fun. How about now? A night out in the town with friends. <laughs> I mean, do we? <laughs> it doesn't happen very often because babysitters are a challenge. We, yeah, and especially when we all need the babysitters on the exactly. same night. There's only like, so many babysitters. Yeah. So the answer is, uh, that, that answers that whole that question of how often. Yeah. How about going and exercising together? Oh, now for sure. Yes. We didn't do that too often back then. And then it was like, well, let's go to the trail and we'll I'll rollerblade and you bike. And like, okay, we made it like less than a quarter mile. We were both dying and it's time to go home now. Yay. Yeah. And now we go for like, oh, let's go for a 20 mile bike ride. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Then. By far then. I could sleep till like one o'clock in the afternoon. Or two. It's like, oh, let's get up. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe not. Mm. Wake up in time for the Florida State game on TV. Eating healthy meals. Now. By far now. Yeah. The food was delicious down in the South when we got married, but... Uh, so bad for you. I know. So bad for you. But so yummy. Now our focus especially is on trying to do healthy versions of that, and the shrimp etouffee, I'll do the recipe on another episode, um, but that turned out very yummy. Mm-hmm. What about a uh, going for couples day trips and weekend adventures? Then. By far then. Because no kids. Where were you most likely to find us on a Saturday night? I already answered that. Halligan's then. Now, where are you going to find us? The living room. <laughs> yeah. Or in the basement. Basement podcasting. <laughs> or in the basement watching TV. No, it's cold down here. In the summer. In the yeah. summer we're down here. But uh, usually either podcasting or upstairs on the couch. Or in bed already going to sleep because we're lame and we're old. Uh, when out with other adults, the most popular topic of conversation back then was, I don't know, literally anything under the sun other than children. I was going to say either behavior analysis and research and dissertations because we were a bunch of nerds who couldn't like leave, (laughs) leave shop talk at home Mm -hmm. or as Florida State football. What about now? (laughs) Now we're talking about our kids. Yeah. Everyone's talking work. about work. Everybody wants to know how are your kids? How's work? Tell me. That's all we talk about. And that's it. Yeah. Or kids' school or something kid related, it's usually. Kids. It's yeah. always kids. 
Kitty kid kids. Kitty kid kids. All right. That's uh. So that's in round six. Let's do a do a drink. Ready? What are we doing next? Cherry. Cherry. I feel like that meme of a Will Ferrell cracking a beer. These things are incredibly loud. They're tall too. Well, that's just the hard seltzer thing. Is they're tall and skinny. I know, but why? Who decided that was going to be a thing? Apparently, that's that's the thing. I don't know. The The industry decided you. No, we can't make it look like you're drinking a beer. You gotta drink. You gotta drink the Virginia Slims of the Virginia cans. Slims. <laughs> All right. So this is the cherry. Like the other one, it is crystal clear. Mm-hmm. This one has more bubbles than the lime one. Yep, that's Whoa, cherry. That's cherry. That's cherry. That one is not for me. I'm. I'm gonna do a. It's and, um. Try it, to give you it. You know a what taste. it tastes like. Cherry. Yeah, it tastes like cherry, but it tastes like those um, heart-shaped cherry lollipops that you get when you are at Valentine's Day in, like, the third grade. Yes. Yes. That's what the cherry Corona hard seltzer tastes like to me. It, it tastes like cheap cherry. Cheap candy that's cherry. mean. It is mean, cheap. but that's what it tastes like. Going back to lime. I enjoyed the lime. <laughs> I'm going to... I still have some lime left, too. I'm having another sip of that. Ugh. Not a fan of the cherry. No. Lime's good. Sorry. It really does just taste just like those little heart lollipops. <laughs> That's on my tongue. <laughs> the lime did a good job of wiping it off. Nope. Was this like a mixed package of these? So there's multiple it was a cherries? Ver- no, it, yeah. Well, it was a variety uh. pack. Yeah. But there was only three. I brought one down. Okay. Yeah, so there's only two more. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. You know what? Spring and summer coming, and I'll just take them to hockey and perfect. Get somebody feed to them, drink them. Drink them to hockey. No, not drink, drink them to them. hockey. Feed them to hockey. Yes, feed them to hockey people. Drink them to hockey there we people. Go. I don't know how that works. Round seven. Mm-hmm. We're only doing eight rounds of this, so round seven. Round seven is advice. What is the best marriage advice you've received? So I'll lead it off while you think, because I had time to think about this, and you've been at work thinking about kids with behaviors Behavior. and, and skill acquisition and everything. So I think the best marriage advice I got was from my uh, doctoral advisor, and we were driving back and forth between Tallahassee and Panama City, because we were, we were both teaching on both campuses, and our classrooms were across the hall from each other. So we would carpool. And... Yeah, he kind of summed it up this way. A marriage is a product of many, many behaviors. Uh, you have to engage in those behaviors, sometimes daily, to make it work. You want to celebrate the milestones, big and little, as they occur, because you have successfully engaged in those activities. Anniversaries especially. Uh, anniversaries are more important than birthdays. Anniversaries are celebrations of many behaviors completed over time to make your marriage work. Birthdays, on the other hand, are merely a celebration of not being dead yet. And when he said this to me, it cracked me up. Like, as i grown older and we've been married longer, it's like, he's totally right. I would much rather celebrate an anniversary than a birthday. Because now it's like, here's another year. It's an achievement of us making this work versus, yep, not dead yet. Yay. You know what? You're about to turn 40. You'll understand. 
it is worth it just to get that jab in there. Yeah. I think that you should understand that the 40-year-old birthday is kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. So you should keep that in mind. Oh, it's been in mind. (laughs) More than you even know. Okay, also, I don't really like surprise parties, so... Well, tough (laughs) (laughs) And COVID is a thing. Yeah, it is. It's been a total pain in the ass. Anyways. No, I do not like this question at all. I am not good at advice. I do not. No, I'm not saying you have to come up with the advice. What is the best re- advice you received? I didn't receive any. Holy <laughs> Nothing? No. That's the thing. Everybody's got like their grand bit of advice. Not one person gave me advice <laughs> on how to be married. How about from like a movie you watched? I mean, there's a stupid adage, don't go to bed angry, but I kind of think that's it. Sometimes it's better just to sleep for a little bit. You'll be clear ahead in the morning. That's exactly it. Like, keep your thoughts and your mouth closed. And then after you've had a little rest and you've cooled down a little bit, nope, then you can work things out with level heads. um, And you won't say things that you might regret later. But... No, nobody gave me like marriage advice. I think it's super sweet that your professor gave you this advice. It's very lovely. Um, but no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Lame. I know. You'd think there would have been like a little old aunt or something. That's because nobody in your family lives that okay, long. They all I like did drop have off somebody early. Somebody give me marriage advice on our wedding day. Really? The hairdresser? No. Makeup artist. It was my aunt. Oh. The one that was ironing I, your dress? I was, um, or no, a different it aunt? was a different aunt. The one that was trying to eat a fish? She. <laughs> or ate a no, fish? No, I don't know if she ate a fish. This she aunt, posed with a fish Jesus dangling Christ. above her mouth? No, she didn't. It's not that aunt. That was only one person. <laughs> <laughs> um, This aunt is actually no longer with us. But I was I was talking to her and her sister, who's also my aunt. <laughs> but she is so with Funny us. how that works. Anyways, I was like, I really love, I really love my tiara. Isn't it pretty? And they're like, yeah, it is really pretty. Was it pretty. a tiara or tiara? It's a tiara. And, um, but I'm, anyways. And I was, I was sad because like, there's no other reason to wear it other than your wedding day. And they were like, you can wear it around your house. You should wear it while you're, uh, while you're vacuuming. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And they're like, you should do that while you're naked. Your husband will like it. And I was like, oh, I am exiting this conversation with you now. <laughs> so, yes, there's my marriage advice from my aunt who is no longer with us. Also, I haven't actually implemented that. So. Yeah, I, I'm aware. <laughs> I am very aware. That would definitely, like, I know, like, we there's bits and pieces from the being sleep deprived and having kids and everything that have, like, just escaped our minds. Pretty sure that would be lingering in there. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Please don't do a spit take across the equipment. I'm sure I really hard <laughs> <Yeah>. not to. <laughs> it's funny that that's the bit of advice she came up with, given that we went to her wedding <laughs> with kid one and two in tow. This was before them, though. No crap. Mm-hmm. Since we've been married like four years before kid one showed up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a fun story. That's that was better. my, there you go. That's I my just wedding had to tease it out of you. Story. Apparently it's vacuum naked while you're wearing your wedding tiara. Your husband will like it. Yep. Have not actually tested that though. So Well, there you go. Now we know what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> no, we're not doing that tomorrow. <laughs> no, we're playing a we're hockey tournament tomorrow. We're doing something horrible tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. It's not. It is. 
You know, you were supposed to play, not just be the I official. Don't, I don't want to do any of it. Well, sometimes you got to do stuff for the kids. I don't want to. For the kids. <laughs> for the kids. That's just something we say during trivia night when we're spending all of our money. For the kids. All right. You ready for round seven of the tastings? No. We're going to do it anyway. I've had enough tastings, I think. <laughs> well, we got two more to go. One's right here and ready for it. It's mango. Cue the Will Ferrell meme. I really have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I got to show it to you later. Okay. All right. What glass am I pouring this into? San Francisco one's not empty yet. It is. I just don't want a lot of this. <laughs> this is. You know, look, you can't say it without thinking of Chris Kattan in booty shorts. You are correct about that. It's mango. And the mango. Other than Chris Kattan in shiny gold shorts, what comes to mind when you sip it? Oh, that's mango. <laughs> it's mango-y. I don't know how I feel about this. This I one has of, something savory with it. I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. Why do I have the feeling it tastes like a steak? That's been marinated in mango. It does not taste like a steak. There's something, this is not something meaty to it. I don't know. There's something to it. So Sunday, I have to um, coach Kid 2 is playing for the the U10 Cup. So I got to coach that game. Then I got to immediately turn around and coach uh, Kid 3 who's playing for the Mike Cup in a tournament. And then I get a little bit of a break. And then just let me get, finish my story. Then kid one is back to play goalie against the adults. And immediately after that, I play for third place in the league, the adult league. Then right after that, I because I'm commissioner, I got to hand out the trophy. I'm going to be scorekeeper and handing out a trophy. And then right after that, I'm going to play another hockey game because one of the captains has can't get any people to show up to play for his team anymore. So, oh, well, uh, while I'm scorekeeping, uh, I probably will have one or two of these. Um, I haven't decided what flavor yet. I'm going. You should it won't be the cherry. Lime. lime. Right now, I'm leaning towards lime, but uh, maybe I'll take a lime and a mango. It definitely mango won't be the cherry. Mango has tiny hints of like orange or clementine or something. It's not just yeah. mango. It's it's some sort of other yellowy orange colored fruit. Almost. Yet yeah, it's clear coming out. No, it is, but. It's, it doesn't just taste like mango. Well, There's a I'll little bit what, of orange. It's, There's it's almost a little bit of pineapple in it. Yeah. But it just says mango on it, so I'm confused. Well, and I'm reading the ingredients right now, and uh, it's probably hidden in the part that says natural flavors. Hmm. Can we talk about the Mike Cup real quick? Sure. Let's talk about the Mike Cup. This is for eight and unders. Like the actual Mike Cup. The new actual Mike Cup that yeah. we have that, you know, not even, not all the coaches even know about this yet. Well, this won't post until it's been yeah, out, so it's fine. Yeah, what about it? It's a gnome. Well, it's a In a cup. It's a silver cup trophy, and it says the Garden Mike Cup. And he got a garden gnome, a, a little gnome, gnome. that so sits cute. in the trophy. Yeah. It's adorable, and the kids are going to die over it. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. The parents are going to die over it more yep. than the kids because it's a big old tro silver trophy with a little garden gnome little in it. garden gnome. So cute. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. I think it's a brilliant idea. And look, I think the mascot for the kids, because they're the garden wolves, I think they should have been. And when they were first um, 
well, actually, the first year they we were at the garden, our kids had gray jerseys, and they were trying to decide between the Sharks or the Thunder, and they chose the Thunder. I thought they chose poorly, but whatever. They did choose poorly. We were the gray team. The following year, we were, uh, kids who was on the red team, and I was... I was, and so I think the the head coach, we discussed it. We threw it out there. I don't know how hard he was pulling for it. I was really pulling for it, for them to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Garden Chili Peppers would have been great. I think they should have all been vegetable names. The Cucumbers. They went with the Red Hawks because it was combined with the Red Wings and the Black Hawks. The following year, they had all sorts of colors. And when I look, we've got the Green Peppers. we got the Red Peppers. we got the Blueberries. we got all these different colors. The blueberries. Yeah. My parents would revolt over that. My the, kid's a blueberry. No, they it's were the, not intimidating. They were the green wolves and the red wolves and everything. And so same with this year. We got the I'm coaching the red wolves and kid two is on the uh blue wolves and kid kid one is on the black wolves. That's cool. We got the wolves. We're sure it's a cool wolf logo. It is. But it's not garden-esque. Really like the garden. Gnome I like the idea. garden gnome. So we need a cool little garden gnome. We need like a garden gnome. Angry garden gnome. Angry garden gnome down there, but kind of like little squatty, chunky guy yeah. with a hockey with helmet a with a point on it. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I think it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But you know what's not awesome? One, the cherry. Ooh. And, and the, the mango. The I'm mango sorry. is the not mango too wild not either. Great. Yeah. I'm sad these are not as amazing as Oh, I, I am probably be. doing a uh, little Cabo Wabo after this so I can finish the night on something that does mm-hmm. taste good. But, you know, there's still hope. There's one more. We got the blackberry lime. It's got lime in it. Lime goes with tequila. Lime went well on the first one. We did the tropical lime. Should we move on to round eight? Yes. Okay. Round eight. Married life hacks. What makes married life better? What makes married life more successful? What is your hack for making this work? And for me, you know, I got to say, it's uh, separate bathrooms. And if we can't have separate bathrooms, at least two sinks. (laughs) And we discussed this back, like, the summer we got married, two of my lab mates, who were all, we're all friends, uh, all got married. And we had sat, and we had a discussion about this. And it was like, what's the secret to everybody's success? And we all came up with two sinks. Yeah, it's true. You need to have two sinks because people have lots of crap they keep around their sink. And sharing a sink is really hard. And it's also gross, especially if they don't clean it the way that you want the sink to be cleaned every time you use it. I'll say we've done... That leads into a fight and it's just yeah. not fun. So, I mean, honestly, we even had at one point had, had two sinks sink. and one big long counter. And that, for us, was too close together. We've always, like, even in Tallahassee, we had kind of an L-shaped bathroom where there was, like, a a room with a sink, and then you went through a sliding pocket door, and it was the room with the shower and the toilet, Mm -hmm. and then you went through, 90 degrees later, you went through another door, Mm -hmm. and there was another room with a sink and the linen closet and everything. You had one room with a sink. I had one room with a sink. Life was pretty good. It was fine. It didn't matter that we had the shared toilet shower. Yeah. Uh, In Virginia, we had separate, separate bathrooms. Yeah, because they were tiny bathrooms. And here we have a, a, tiny a shared master ensuite, but we're like on walls. Separate sinks. Yeah, I perpendicular have, walls. You have like a normal sized sink with a tiny counter, and then I have like a vanity. With a little with bench a and everything. I do. It's nice. I really like that. 
and our sinks are attached. They're, they're separated not attached. By they're the, on uh, completely different sides of the bathroom, and it's wonderful because I don't have to see your whiskers in the <laughs> sink, <laughs> and you don't have to see like makeup everywhere. Whiskers. In the sink. You have whiskers. Y- y'all see your whiskers. In I don't the sink. have whiskers <laughs> in the sink. So <laughs> what? Why are you laughing at me? Because I had some drink tonight. Hmm. So two sinks. Sounds like you agree with me. What do you have for a married life hack? I don't know. You know what? You said, I don't know. And you, in the last one, we teased out an awesome one from your aunt. (laughs) Yeah, but you stole my sink thing. (laughs) What made it your sink thing? Because I'm the one that said we need separate sinks. But I also had that same discussion with people in the lab. You weren't even there. We had this conversation well before you went to that lab. That's true, but I didn't bring up the topic. Somebody else brought up. I believe it was Aaron brought up separate sinks or it might have been Jeannie and I'm like yes and Jess agrees with me yeah like separate sinks all the way all the way so we'll just go double down on separate sinks oh no there should be something else probably you know what yes two sinks everybody needs two sinks and also don't be an sounds good yeah all right let's do number eight this was number eight. No, this will that was topic number eight, and we finished with a drink. Oh, okay. Blackberry lime time. I don't have high hopes for this. High high hopes. Yeah, it's a good song. You're gonna make everybody need to pee. <laughs> I There's mean, lots of bubbles in this one. Yours, not mine. Hmm. hmm. I can smell the blackberry. I don't smell the lime. I haven't sipped it yet. I like that one. I don't like that one. That one also reminds me of like classroom party candy. I can't See, quite th- put my finger on what kind, but just wait, it'll come to me. That one, um, I mean, does, if anything, I would have guessed sweet tarts. No, that is not what sweet tarts taste like. But um, I am not getting cheap third grade valentine's day party candy off of this one the cherry i did but you know if we've been at the beach and we were doing tequila beforehand and then we're just sipping on something this would work nope in fact it might work while i'm i don't know trying how to run a scoreboard on staying up tonight oh okay scoreboard that's tomorrow yeah no that's say, sunday not... well whatever well i'm running the scoreboard between hockey game one and hockey game two for me yeah. after coaching you can just knock yourself out with that then well, God, I'm not going to sit there and like with a bottle of tequila going, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how funny that would be? Do you know how screwed up the scoreboard would be? <laughs> that would be hysterical. Oh, and there's a microphone in there, too. I could have some fun. <laughs> exactly. That would be you horrible. You just blame it on the tequila the next yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's such a horrible idea. <laughs> but funny. It would be funny. I'm sure it'd be all over the internet because everyone's got phones and there's Wi-Fi in there. Kind of. <laughs> it's not really. Not really. But they could about... record you because the camera part still works if there's no internet. Oh. All right, so this was our Taking Flight episode. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, we made it through eight rounds of samplings. The, the 
you know it's usually the case too when we do these these the there's the hard liquor portion mm-hmm. are much much more tasty than the uh hard seltzers i don't know i like the founders um seltzers i don't know actually yeah but the whiskey's one with them i like more anyway well yes but on their own the founders um whatever the in a can yes the masagaves yes those those are the, good they are good now, so whiskey, here's what I was good. thinking about doing tonight, actually, instead of doing, before I found the Coronas. Actually, before that, I actually had the Mick Ultras and the hmm. um, hard seltzers in the cart. But I had thought about just using the Kirkland tequila and doing a flight of four uh, different recipes for margaritas and doing oh, a margarita flight. that would have been yummy. That might be our next uh, next episode or not next episode but our next taking flight episode which will be a while down the road maybe where we do just uh margarita flights summer is coming it is coming mm-hmm. yay fun all right well before we go we do have one little piece of business left to attend to and that is the red arrow challenge yay the red arrow challenges are virtual multi-sport competition with much much more than swim bike run it's free to join. Just go to our uh, go go to our Instagram account. Our uh, handle is Red Arrow HW. Right in the link in the bio, you'll find our link tree. Uh, you can create a Red Arrow Challenge username right there, and then start recording what you're up to. And every week, enter it. The link for entering is also off that link tree. And for each age group in each category, we give a shout out to the champions every week. And for the most recent week, swimming. Not a lot going on, but a 20 to 29 Gator Boy and 60 to 69 Kilogram Ill. Running. 9 and under Easy E, 10 to 19 Lucky Dude, 20 to 29 Lexi, two X's, 30 to 39 Alberto, 40 to 49 Great Juan with the number eight in there, 50 to 59 G Smith, nobody older than that. And for our featured members, which are you and me, me. Walking. 9 and under Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19 Lucky Dude, 20 to 29 Smytha, 30 to 39 Rando 7, 40 to 49 Coffee Dude, 50 to 59 Mary Mary, 60 to 69 Sunny D, nobody older than that, featured members, me. Biking on road. 20 to 29 H Caner 305, 30 to 39 Cyclopath, nobody 40 to 49 because I was lame and didn't get on the bike. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, and nobody older than that, and no featured members. Biking off-road. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil. Sit down paddling. Nobody. Stand up paddling. 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49, nobody. 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Sunny D. Cross-country skiing. 20 to 29, Husky Mike with an I. No 30 to 39 year olds, 40 to 49, L Tipper on 95, 50 to 59, Big Juan, 64, 60 to 69, Pac Mac, and that's it. Skating. 20 to 29, Lexi, 30 to 39, Moose Man, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Teddy, 68, 60 to 69, MRH, 313, and featured members, me. Hockey. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Soleil, 20 to 29, Sid with two Ds, 30 to 39, Wildcat, that's with a K, 40 to 49, Great Juan, 50 to 59, Herb, 60 to 69, nobody, nobody older than that. Featured members, me. Points. 
Did you read the notes I left I you? I read the note. Well, yeah, the notes that say, use a deep voice this time. Points. <laughs> that wasn't deep. That was just laughing. I can't do it. Try it. It's just points. <laughs> oh, I'm not a dude. Take over the world with that voice. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. Ten to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, Alberto. 40 to 49, Great Juan, 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Sunny D, featured members, me. Shocking. How you doing? I need to go to bed now. <laughs> you want a little sip of tequila to get the flavor out of uh, these Probably, uh, hard seltzers? Probably, because I don't love these. The lime was good, but the rest of them are not so yeah, good. I'll take Sorry. them and pawn them off on yes, please hockey do. people, especially like Enjoy some... hockey people. We're getting uh, kicked out of the rink because of COVID and Somebody got caught without their mask on who has a giant black beard. Not me. I clearly don't have a giant black beard. <laughs> We're all happy about yeah. that. But uh, then it was... Wait, who was it, though? I'm not going to name him on the podcast. But uh, yeah, shortly after that, I got the the email saying, uh, remind everybody, blah, 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 blah. And also, weather's getting nice. You guys can all take your socializing out to the parking lot. So it's like, all right, well, if we're out in the parking lot, then I'll just toss some of these around because guys will feel more comfortable sipping on these in the semi-dark of the parking lot than the well-lit silence of the ring. They are not because they're the Virginia Slims. They are the Virginia Slims (laughs) of beer cans. They're long and skinny. They need to be short and squatty. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, if you made them like a little Mickey's malt liquor grenade, short and squatty, people would really like them. Not girls. That's true. Because they're like Virginia Slims. I don't know about There's a marketing okay, thing there's there. There's some sort of weird smoking thing that I just don't get. And that's not healthy. You don't want to get into that. For sure. For sure. No worries there. All right. This has been a kind of a crazy episode. Yep. Of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. Yep. We drop new episodes every week. Yep. Usually about working out and stuff, but also about family, <laughs> raising kids, in this case, marriage. And, and sometimes drinking. about like, uh, yes, just... You know, mm-hmm. kicking back and relaxing. <laughs> Check out all our other episodes. But for now, Jessica, we got a long weekend ahead of us. <laughs> Crazy weekend ahead of us. Indeed. And this has been fun. Loads of fun. Bye.